Thank you for joining XR Om, which is India's first AR VR focused podcast. And today, I'm honored to have with me Anshul Agarwal, who's the co-founder of XR Central. He's been in the tech space since quite some, quite a long time, and has been in the marketing space, especially uh, fronting companies such as HCL Technologies and Infosys. So, Anshul, really appreciate you taking time and being part of the podcast. Why don't we start with a small, basic, brief introduction, and then we can go forward. Sure. Thank you so much, Eddie, and it's a pleasure to be in conversation with you. So, a quick brief about me. Uh, I started my career as a mechanical engineer, and from there, I moved on to get an MBA. That's where a lot of entrepreneurial blood really kicked in. You know, I got a great opportunity to move to the Bay Area to really see, you know, where the magic is really happening. You know, how is the world's economy dependent on that? that's where i picked up you know let's not be really afraid about having an idea let's have those ideas let's try and execute them because people are thinking about the ideas but the winners are really who are executing them and taking feedback and improving the lives of folks so that's that's a quick brief you know what i believe in uh, and that's where i've really picked up i transformed myself from a mechanical engineer to a completely sales and marketing professional that to selling technology it's not simple because i used to be you know talking about primarily primary oil secondary oil and all of a sudden i was there in the bay area and selling wifi so you know that was a huge transition and i would say that was actually pretty good for me because that's where i got the first hand understanding that marketing needs to evolve you know there needs to be a better way where you can actually make an impact in your first meeting that's where i got a lot of exposure of immersive technologies and that's the and that sort of leads us to the base of what i'm actually doing today that is what xr central is all about you know we have been in the gaming industry for the past 7 years we have seen it evolve and we have also identified what were the challenges you know we used to talk about devices you know the cost of it at the same time we used to talk about content and actually the dirt of content not being available that is where people were a little hesitant to adopt to something like in virtual reality or in augmented reality solutions but now with xr central we are all we sort of have it covered right eddie so that's that's a quick brief intro of you know what i've been doing and why i'm really excited about it Lovely, Anshul. So, thank you for you know running us through your journey from MBA to moving to Bay Area, understanding entrepreneurship, and like I think what what he pointed out is something really important. I should double stress on it that you know I think most of the time, uh, as you know, students who move on from colleges, you know, they hold these big ideas, uh, and the, it, it gets diluted somewhere because you know it, that. idea doesn't get translated into an actionable you know product a service a solution so i think yeah Uh, we we living in a fantastic world there is so much opportunities if you have an idea i think you know you should just collaborate with a lot of people rather than just holding it on saying that okay my idea somebody is going to take it i think if ideas are floating out in the universe i think if you action that idea into something really concrete i think you know there's there's going to be uh, you know super beneficial for you and you mentioned about you know how you got into xr in, in the early days 
and how you, you saw the opportunity of how XR could benefit marketing. I want to get into XR Central and what are you doing? Maybe you could address that, you know, because somebody who's been fronting, you know, the marketing space and you've been, you know, there for uh, part of some really big companies. What are your views? You know, I mean, would you like to share with the audience? You know, how do you think XR can accelerate uh, marketing? That's a great question, Eddie. And I have very strong perception on it because I've actually lived it. You know, I've seen that I've been a part of that evolution, not just as a technology evolution, but even myself selling out there using various methods. Because as you can understand, sales and marketing is essentially about making the impact. You know, it's all about making that relationship. It's all about how are you able to give that top of the mind recall as your particular brand to the potential buyers or the decision makers, right? I used to, and in my early days, you know, I used to take, uh, use LinkedIn quite uh, efficiently for setting up meetings. And once I started setting up meetings, I used to be lucky to be very honest, because, you know, I used to have a good hit rate of, uh, you know, getting those meetings. Once I got those meetings, I, I used to go with a well created presentation deck. And I used to be very excited about that. Oh my God, I've really created a fantastic looking tech. And, you know, I'm sure that today it's going to be a sale, right? And once we go there, after a couple of times, I started realizing that techs are actually not making an impact. Reason being, it's a one-way dialogue, right? I would be the speaker. People will just listen to it. And I really have no clue in terms of how much are they really absorbing. Because they see decks day in, day out. And I'm really talking about the C-suite over there, right? For them, I can really concise the deck. It could be five slides. It could be six slides. Rather than showing it like a 20, 30 slides, that's great. But still, it was not making an impact. What I did was, I thought there needs to... I started adding some videos to it. So there were some animations in the presentations. But I started adding a, a couple of video-based content. Then I... All of a sudden, I realized those 20, 30 second videos started having a conversation. You know, oh, this is great. But you know what? I don't want to see the deck now. I think this is good. And then that sort of got me thinking, okay, this needs to be a two-way conversation. That is where, you know, even with when I was uh, with uh, companies like Infosys, etc. You know, we, we used to start and innovated uh, a practice called as the, the experiential marketing per se where it was a simple phenomena, right? It was a simple uh, proposition. We want our listeners or so-called those decision makers to be a part of that presentation. How do we really do that? If I create a virtual reality-based experience, let's be honest, you know, it's immersive. It's interactive. I am making sure that the person who's actually experiencing that has something to contribute. I am making that person a part of that experience altogether rather than just making them a single person who's just listening to, uh, you know, and, and whatever, blah, 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 I'm just saying around. So that started making an impact. You know, all of a sudden we saw the evolution of experience centers in the IT and tech. And that's where, you know, we started gamifying everything. Selling a cybersecurity service? Oh, yeah, it could be very, very boring. You know, I talk about the protocols. I talk about everything. How about making it into a card game, putting them into a scenario, you know, you have so many dollars, 
now you know what and it's immersive it's all running on your virtual uh, uh, reality headset and it's it, it's gone game, gamified totally you know now you're put into that situation where you are the cio or you are the chief uh, security officer and then you have to protect your uh, company in a particular scenario and there's a subtle branding that'll come and it says what oh you know what powered by xr central for example if this is the service that i'm selling so that and that also transformed the sports ecosystem altogether so i think that's that's a long answer to what you have asked but that's something you know i've lived and i've evolved with that lovely anshul thank you for sharing your insights and you mentioned that you know, from the early days from going with you know your plain uh, 2d decks to understanding that videos add value more than images then moving on to the xr space and breaking the boundary of 2d flat restrictive to the 3d uh, space where you're making them part of the experience and creating an experiential uh, way to uh, show them the product and experience and then you, you took it another for you know step further of gamifying the products then you it is complete in, interactive and, and the uh, and and the buyer are experiencing it in a way where th th there's more interest and there's more chances of, of that conversation of just a deck uh, converting into a, a sale so yes i think you know to the listeners i mean who were listening yes i think we're in a fantastic space and and we're breaking away from a flat 2d interface we're going into the 3d world you know with the metaverse the web trio and the opportunities are so so humongous i think uh, you know I, but but the only thing is i think i would like to you know stress over here that this train which is full of innovation is moving really really fast and if these enterprise if those brands do not uh you know leverage the opportunity right now i mean you will be left behind and disrupted you know and that's what happened for companies like kodak kodak which didn't see the the opportunity of digital cameras so you know the metaverse you know so i, I want to get into xr central but you know metaverse everybody has got its uh, their own explanation would you like to briefly summarize what the metaverse is and its opportunity sure. absolutely and i'm so glad you've asked that because you're absolutely bang on you know everyone has a very different uh, definition of metaverse what we believe as xr central as the metaverse it's an evolution of the gaming industry it's an evolution or it's a combination of evolution of the gaming and the internet that's in a in a in a if i have to just describe it in a one liner that's what it's going to be metaverse essentially has a few elements that we like to describe you know it's going to be on an on the internet it's going to be web based approach you can access it across devices uh, there should be no restrictions like smartphones pcs laptops and so on it will be multiplayer you know that's where we say it's an evolution of the gaming you know they it will have your digital identity or so called the digital avatars right because as of to, as now i like to be seen like this people recognize me with my physical appearance in the physical infrastructure there will be a look which people in the digital world will recognize me as anshul in that that is and that is something you know eddie we have we're really cool because we have re we sort of trademarked it to ourselves we call it the metropreneurs that's something you know we have built an avatar engine yeah and we'll talk more on that the other thing is 
apart from running on the web multiplayer there needs to be collaboration you know we we, we are seeing a whole new age of the even the social media evolving now if the social media is going to go to the immersive world it needs to be collaborative there needs to be an exchange of a dialogue there needs to be a uh, sort of exchange of the video uh, uh, the collaboration that we are doing right now the video conferencing the audios the, for enterprises there needs to be whiteboarding jamboarding you know people can come in and they can really sort of contribute to an idea right so in a nutshell metaverse it's an evolution of the gaming and the internet yes and it's an ecosystem play that is where we say it will have these key elements that i just spoke about so that's you know that and that's the notion that we are going and building the uh, company all around thank you thank you uh, anshul again for explaining metaverse yes i think it's the the next evolution of the inter- internet the virtual world which will be interoperable accessible multiplayer with concurrent users multi- and yeah so it, it, it's such yep. an ex- ex- exciting space and you rightfully pointed out i mean you know as as weird it it might sound to you know the consumers who are listening or brands that why would we have digital avatars that's already happening in in the gaming world you know my son's a 7 year old boy and he's hooked on to gaming and i think he spends more time or uh, you know uh, in front of his uh, his comp uh, and uh, uh, tv you know so so and i i've kind of made peace with that you know because there was there was a time where uh, when uh, kids used to you know play a lot of games you know it was a no no but i think you know the the world is changing there are play to learn games play to earn games and, and there are people who are making a career out of uh, the, the gaming industry so that again i think i need to highlight that you know i think parents need to uh, be a little bit more open yes we need to take a little bit more cautious approach because you know not everything in the digital world is safe you know so there needs to be more conversation that you know whatever we building is more uh, consumer first more humanity first so those are the conversation obviously we need to have now yes xr central uh, uh when we talk talk about xr central you mentioned that you know there was various reasons why you uh, you know uh, put uh, you know created xr central what was maybe the main problem that you you're solving what is xr central what is it doing and also if you can address you know through xr central what have been the benefits or leverage you know i mean for for enterprises how how have they benefited by xr central the idea was that like netflix for example just as an example would you like to go on netflix and actually see no content out there how will you feel about that similarly you know we thought there are devices like oculus quest stc vive they have their own app stores but there are there's not much of content to be consumed now if there is not much of content to be consumed the idea is how would people really know about what could be an roi even if it's a brand what could be the potential outcome of it you know how will we create it you know and if there is no content that gives a whole new problem statement saying acha there is no content that means there is no one actually creating it that means it's very very difficult that means it's going to be very very expensive because it's going to be very very niche skills uh, required for doing that that means even i don't know how to really create it i don't know if it's sustainable we thought there needs to be a platform where the world so we am not just talking about the india market this is this is the global market you know where the world would actually be 
coming onto a platform and can they really create immersive experiences let's let's not call it the metaverses but the immersive experiences which are powered by a gaming engine and it's so simple they drag and drop and they are able to just publish it you know within couple of minutes right and invite other people to collaborate on it now what that will do is all of a sudden you'll see because edit you're talking about that building that community how 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 will the community really be built you know let's let's be honest unless and until there is something to consume unless and until there is a common goal around it there is not going to be a community but what are we doing is we have created a platform called metacube it's a rapid metaverse experience builder it's an online uh, pl- uh, building platform anyone you know whether you're a creator whether you're a brand or an individual you can just come onto the platform and you know rapidly rapidly when i talk about rapidly less than 2 minutes it takes you to really publish you know interactive collaborative highly immersive metaverse experiences which is powered by a gaming engine in less than 2 minutes now that is the value proposition and that was the whole motto why xr central was formed uh, and i am so glad that you know the the external forces have really also really helped us you know whether it's the 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 entire ecosystem play around the 5g gaming and uh, facebook to be very honest on the quotes you know renaming itself i'm i'm so glad you know that that sort of uh, worked out so that that's the problem you know that we're trying to resolve and we've been successful for enterprises there are two type of scenarios one is the one is called let's say the b2e space which is your business to employee space that is where they're trying to elevate the experience you know about all the attrition problems right now right i mean the attrition rates have gone up uh, from an average in the it and tech from i think 18% to now 34 or uh, almost uh, touching uh, the early 40% so there needs to be that experience that companies are actually providing their employees you know the engagement platform now in such cases you know metaverse is the pill you know it's a painkiller for them right similarly they have their own clients so for us how we help them is we are a b2b and then those clients they go to b2b to b right so they sell it to their businesses or their consumers now what happens is for example the way that they're doing it is one is taking their physical infrastructure and converting it into the virtual worlds right where they are actually inviting their customers to come and visit them so that's that's the two uh, use cases around let's say the digital twin the or it could be imaginative because metaverse gives you that liberty that you are not just bound by the physical infrastructure now you can really explore and imagine and it's created and so that means what i'm saying trying to say is they for for them how we help them is we give them direct access we give them easy access for them either their brand to go on to the metaverse or their brands to really go to the metaverse either it's sales and marketing either it's operations either it's employee engagement so for them that is the benefit that they're really getting uh, uh, from us uh, because we have been in this space for quite a while right now lovely anshul so super awesome you know you addressing the consumer space as well as the enterprise space and consumer space you said you know the largest problem is the problem of content you know and that that's been the case with i think 
i think some of the largest guys who are building the hmds you know ar vr headsets and uh there is the the numbers are growing you know the the, the developer content creator is growing but still there's a lack of content and you saying that you making taking a extremely simple very uh, awesome approach of creating a metaverse which is completely uh, no code anybody whether it's a consumer or a brand can come and build their own metaverse experiences you said under a couple of minutes and then you can publish it uh, host it on onto the this thing so my first question hosting a, a metaverse obviously it's it's expensive uh, how does that uh, work i mean maybe address that second you mentioned about digital twins so maybe address that you know, because there are a lot of people who don't know what digital twins is maybe you know address that as in give an example how you have created digital twins and how is it uh, added value sure sure um so let's pick up the first question you 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 uh, spoke about the cloud infrastructure for example you know hosting of the metaverses yes it's expensive because you know uh, either we are working with any of the giants like an amazon or a google cloud uh, or the azure uh, microsoft so the way that it really works is for our clients you know we just host it for them we have that infrastructure set up uh, i have a dedicated team who totally is devops who is only taking care of uh, the um, servers uh, and the scaling uh, of uh, the same and they don't really have to worry about it the way that we function is whatever costs that we built in uh, you know covers all of uh, that for us scaling and the reason why we go to the larger players uh, of course is because of the scaling you know it provides us the auto scales because we're talking about you know content which could actually uh, be you know let's 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 say 20 mbs which is being downloaded every second for example you know that's that's the type of uh, thing but we we as a startup we, we take that burn you know we because it's all about getting that adoption rate high it's all about getting my community started around that so uh, the customers the clients they don't really have to worry about any of the uh, you know uh, hosting things because we do it with the best in the worlds which is you know as i said amazons or the uh, googles of the world right the second question uh, eddie is a very interesting one one of my personal favorites because i feel that digital twins solves a huge huge problem um especially when it comes to the manufacturing industry so and i'll get to that first the definition you know what does a digital twin really mean for example if i'm sitting in my own house right now can i make sure it's a scale model of it can i make sure that it's a one on one replica of how it really looks how my couches look how my walls are painted can all of that go from the physical world to the virtual world and it feels like it's exactly the same now that is called a digital twin now whether digital twins are of couple of types you know one is a huge the entire facility altogether when i talk about facility the infrastructure it could be a factory it could be a house a building um it could be even an office you know uh, so that's that's one type of it second is a particular equipment or a product right 
you can really replicate how that particular product or an equipment functions and looks like it's the exact you know we used to talk about cat designs of those equipments you know now but cat designs to be very honest are very very heavy in size you know they go up to couple of gbs uh, gigabytes to be really uh, honest about it they won't run on a web browser they won't they, they'll just crash it so a digital so so second type of a digital twin is the equipment or a product the third type what i like to describe about is is a process so for example if you are a manufacturer you have a particular process of painting a door of a car right now that is a process now all of that can really be created as, as a digital twin and can be replicated on the metaverse so what happens is why why metaverse you know because digital twins what what they are enabling to do is let's suppose the biggest biggest use case for digital twins have been training where for example if there is a facility there is a power plant for example you know not everyone can actually go in there or if if, if a particular company has to train them there is a lot of safety hazards that could really happen you know now can we simulate that in the same environment for example there was a use case that we've done for uh, one of the clients where they said uh, we have refineries oil refineries but we want the truck drivers who go there to get a first hand feel of you know what to expect over there so we created a digital twin of the outer area of the refinery because we know the truck drivers are only going to be primarily be you know moving around outside area of the particular refinery and navigating through those buildings and those uh, furnaces and all of that so we created a digital twin where a driver were actually sitting in a truck and they're driving and they're seeing what's around and you know as soon as they break a particular protocol a rule if they're crossed let's say a solid yellow line there's a beep which comes in you know and that also gives the trainers to stress upon the fact you know what this is something which we see as a pattern you need to really improve that so digital that is where you know the power of metaverse is the power of immersive content as in xr is very very you know it's 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 superb you know you you really can't beat it uh, because that's going to give you that level of immersiveness into it so digital twins are like the best examples of uh, what you know the corporates even if they have to give them a walk through to their clients but because of restrictions i used to go to power plants because i am a mechanical engineer but what if you know when i was a part of siemens what if you know i got a first hand look even before going to an ntpc for example and i could see oh my god okay cisf really takes that much time to make an entry and put me in you know that i would have been really really prepared you know how to navigate what are the rules and all of that so th that's going to be uh, the future that's the future digital twins and metaverse right yeah i think you know we getting in into the world where everything physical is going to be digitized with sensors yeah. real time data integration it's going to add value and those merging of the digital and physical world is going to give you uh insights to create better product services and solutions both in the physical as well as the digital world so it'll be getting into an exciting space now you know when we talk about the metaverse and web3 i think uh the biggest opportunity lies into you know how we get into the metaverse or the web3 frictionless you know and today obviously the web3 has a lot of friction uh 
but I think the largest opportunity according to me is digital identity and wallets because that's that's your gateway to you know both of these world and you mentioned in the course of conversation that you're building metro printers and avatar engine would you like to talk about that sure sure uh, so it's called metapreneurs so we we took an in- inspiration from saying in real life if i'm really doing a business or if there is any tra- transactions i'm actually called as an entrepreneur so we we took in the metaverse what are they really going to call we called so we we took that inspiration and we created that word as the metaverse meta entrepreneurs so now it's metapreneurs the you know and as i said digital identity you know is going to be of utmost importance even today if someone calls me hey harsha i would be offended you know i would be like okay either you don't know me because you have not seen me before so that's okay but if you know me how can you call me harsha because that's that's the same how i look you know now taking that analogy i want to be also recognized in the metaverse space i also want to be recognized in that piece of internet that someone else has owned because of the web3 and the decentralization but i want to look the same that is where what we thought is and we're not using any any players like ready player me you know we have built our own avatar engine which has which comes with close to some 500000 uh, combinations of choosing from your eyes to you know uh, your uh, facial hair body types clothing we are the first to actually introduce ethnic wear in our engine now people can actually go with a kurta and a pajama and really uh, move around and uh, females with the sari so what we what we have really done is that we are and we've we have com- made it very very easy you know it's it's highly optimized that it runs on your mobile phones right now right and that too in multiplayer right so having that digital identity that's where we thought you know let's not rely on a particular ecosystem partner for that let's have that in in house capability and at least give the users to really create their own avatars personalized to them and socially alert so when i talk about socially alert it's all about you know we have made it fun you know we we are gamers so we love to have fun so that's the whole idea with my entire uh, metropreneur uh, and the digital identity to carry forward congratulations i mean i think you know both metacube metapreneurs could be the building blocks of the metaverse because uh, you guys are doing something really unique there are a few players trying something in the same lines but i think you guys have extended uh, your capabilities and uh, congratulations to you and congratulations on the recent fundraise also so uh, 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 how are you going to be uh, leveraging the f- uh, front uh, fundraise the funds a- and what's the team strength at this point of time what do they bring on board and can you talk to you know give some insights to those entrepreneurs on the challenges today on the recruiting you know because when it comes to metaverse uh, web3 developers uh, the big tech guys have like <laughs> completely hoarded them so uh, what what's been the challenges of uh, recruiting talent in, for the metaverse the way that we are looking at the utilizing the funds is primarily you know strengthening our development team because 
the way that we see and you you know we just spoke about it is the cost of resources in itself is just you know uh, growing exponentially uh, and i'm just waiting for it to really come down to the billions i mean you know the way uh, people are demanding salaries um it's it's and you know it's it's not their fault because there are companies whether it's a big player or a small player they are getting that amount of salary right so for us uh, the way that we plan to utilize is one is strengthening uh, our development team um second is primarily going out there and having a global presence because that is something which especially in an industry which is really picked up there is a lot of buzz around it it's the hot uh talk point right now for us we need to be out there we need to be globally present you know and for uh, that just to give you an example we are doing a beta launch of metacube at jitex in dubai secondly we got selected for slush uh which is one of the again one of the largest uh, startup tech events that happens in finland right so we are off to finland uh, in november uh, and uh, you know we're really really excited about it because finland as a market itself is very well known for the gaming industry you know a lot of fantastic games labels have really come out uh, from that market tech space is really tricky to really you know hire a techie oh you need guts and to be very honest when i say you need guts as an entrepreneur the only message i can give is have guts that's it there's nothing wrong nothing right go with it you know you take a decision move let's see how it goes simple funda what we do is we try to build partnerships we build we try to build our relationships if there is a particular let's say a developer or a or a senior guy who we know could really be beneficial for us we tr- we we are the first movers and it's no shame you know we reach out to that particular person whether it's a junior person or a senior person right and we try to make that conversation first that really will help you know to understand build that trust it's all about trust you know there are everyone wants to work for a larger organization even today if given an opportunity people will move to microsoft right that that's like the easy uh, way to put it as an entrepreneur your biggest challenge is going to be how do you hold your team together how do you what is it that you as entrepreneurs are making them believe about what is that vision how are you actually making that sale to your team then go out to the market and make a sale because if you have those believers so initially building that core team is very very crucial you know you need to be very very cautious at the same time don't just don't take a whole hell out of a uh, lot of time on it you know just just move there'll be people who will come in and come uh, they'll go that's okay you stick to the idea is there a gaming spe- uh, you know industry specific discipline which has started in colleges yes there are just be out there be be aware you know there are every day you'll see people switching jobs can you catch them in the midway you know that's 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 in a nutshell uh, what i can really talk about right the other part i just remembered that you wanted to ask me was the team size right so we are a team of 25 the way that we are structured is the two co-founders that's me and uh, shreemishra then 
we have a 3D engineering and design team because that is also a very, very crucial part. That's how my platform, my experiences look like. Then I have the tech team, which is divided into game developers, full stacks and DevOps. The one thing that all of them bring to the table is the mindset for me. It's simple, you know, um, it's all about the mindset. You know, they, they bring that mindset. They all are gamers. They want to build games and what a better place, you know, that's why we call for us. Metaverse is an evolution of the gaming. You know, they're all into about it. The average age, Eddie, to be very honest, uh, and I don't know if you'll be surprised by it is actually 23 years of my team. And that that's sort of skewed towards because of me and Shrey, but you know, that's the idea. And then we do have a couple of, uh, in my, in my 3d team, the average age will be around 26, 27 that too, because we have a couple of guys with us who have actually been credited in the credit section of the very well-known games. Now that is the type of talent we've been attracting and we've been very, very lucky, uh, around that. Great things happening yeah, for you guys. So I'm really excited yeah. and I hope that there's an Indian startup, uh, you know, making a mark globally because I think the lines are being blurred, you know, for all, uh, for 50 years. I mean, I was based out of Bombay. I was doing my business out of Bombay. And then just for the last six months, I've kind of moved to Goa. The reason I moved to Goa is because, you know, I've been the one who's been uh, uh, a loud proponent that, you know, geography is becoming history, you know, and, and I'm I'm really happy that I, I moved over here because it gives you, uh, I've always been a digital boy and, you know, the, the environment is nice and you've got lots of opportunities sitting in the digital world. For someone who's saying that he's going to be mo moving to uae that's what i think the, the press clip says that you guys are moving to uae My, the question i pose to you is what are your thoughts on uh, as an entrepreneur how important is, is geography and and, and uh, while you address that maybe also address that uh, countries such as uae dubai uh, i think they are really going all out when it comes to their metaverse web 3o strategy and that's that's the that's the reason we 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 have seen a brain drain from here. We've we've seen the polygons and the wazirs moving to uh, you know Dubai. Uh, I, I believe at least through the press clip, it looked like uh, XR Central is also setting up base, not moving, setting up base in Mumbai. But, but yeah, do address that uh, the brain drain also. Right. So um, first of all, uh, we're not moving. Uh, as you've said, you know, we, we've just sort of uh, trying to expand uh, because we feel that, especially the Middle East, you know, where they're, they're really, really ahead of at least the India market in terms of adoption of technology. Now, that is where we see an opportunity, you know, see as an entrepreneur, as a business owners, we're all about the opportunity where we can really come in and get that market share for us, you know, and especially something like Dubai they're really looking at a very different way of earning and boosting their economy, you know, which used to be, I think those are old days with oil. Now they're moving towards tourism a lot. Right. And that is where a lot of uh, money is being also spent on setting up infrastructure. Our thought was that we need to be present there because 
Dubai primarily also gives us a global audience. You know, there's so much of people coming in uh, globally that you know I'll be sort of um, very very thrilled to see and to meet and to hear from those uh, in just under under one roof itself. uh and 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 take the metaverse and create their use cases primarily right so dubai for us is a very very strategic um uh, i would say location so again we're not moving out but it's all about learning because one 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 thing is eddie what are you creating that you're selling and you're making money on it the other thing is you need to be in the game to continuously sustain yourself you need to continuously evolve so for us dubai is also a market where there'll be global competition which we will be uh, compared with where which also gives us an opportunity you know there are negatives but i as an entrepreneur don't look at negatives i'm i'm talking about you know let's what are the uh, even the positives that i can really extract from that so that positive itself when the competition is okay we are at level 5 for example how can i really now go up to level 10 you know so that's that's the opportunity and that's the sole reason why i'm actually also taking couple of my team members one from the tech one from the uh, design to go and see you know it's very easy for us to just go on to the internet take some references and create it no but let's go to the market let's see what we have built and we're open to criticism give us the criticism no criticism is bad you know it's all feedback it's it's all about how we take it so it's a very very strategic i would say move for us to set up a base that's what we're uh, uh, trying to do when we are going to dubai uh, next week and see you know how much of really the market uh, can we really start capturing and let's let's have those conversations kicked in so that's that's the idea for uh, that lovely superb yeah. so yes i mean you rightfully pointed out i think dubai is going all guns blazing and they're transitioning from the oil economy because they they understand that you know they benefited from the oil but it's also impacted the world in a big way and they're moving very smartly transitioning both you know leveraging the tourism and also the tech you know they're going all guns blazing you know when it comes to the strategy creating strategy for the metaverse web3 welcoming you know startups from around the uh, the world to come set up base uh india it's such uh, 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 at at poised to become a global superpower because you know we hold the engineering depth over here like no other uh, country in the world but somehow i i see i don't see the desire of creating that global uh, intent in fact balaji shinawasan you know he he also quoted that you know he is very excited for the people of india but not for the government per se you know but i hope that we change our stance and, and really look at you know creating policies and regulatory frameworks where we have more inflow of, of these international startups setting up uh, coming up base over here plus we create an empowering uh, ecosystem that nurtures and nudges our own uh, e- ecosystem and gives them a, a wider opportunity not just in india but they can do so that you know give a stepping stone so that they can leverage the opportunity of around the world because if we are building the metaverse that we are all talking about that actually is a virtual world without a government it's a virtual world without a bank and and that that virtual world is, is uh, 
poised to be an 8 to 13 trillion uh, dollar opportunity that's what the likes of city banks and others have quoted so there's such a huge market and if we don't start now there'll be like these front movers such as you dubai and all who will be you know taking the pie and we'll be just asking a quick question so um, uh, to those un- uh, enterprise or people folks out there uh, who want to reach out to you uh, uh, where can they reach out to you best oh it's very simple either log on to xrcentral.tech uh, and you know contact us big or try out our platform itself metacube.ai or you know my linkedin perfect i'll definitely leave your links behind so they can directly you know uh, reach out directly to you my last question anshul so uh, you guys have also been in the e space e sports uh, space e-sports, yeah, yeah e sports space and then you recently done a partnership with gigabyte and uh, lucknow ipl yeah. talk talk about the opportunity of e sports in the metaverse and uh paint a picture of what the world is going to look like or at least what india is going to look like if they leverage the opportunity of the metaverse i mean we've been very very lucky uh, to have that partnership with gigabyte uh, and uh, lucknow super giants you know a new entrant in the ipl with gigabyte see the idea was gigabyte has fantastic products which are expensive right they have those gaming pcs laptops um, hardware all around it components it's expensive so they wanted to really make an impact and how do they really come to the india market so their products are not really sold in india right now right so you know they said okay you know what for the india market we have also done a partnership with lucknow super giants where we are their helmet sponsors uh, anshul can you do something i was like yeah that's fantastic because for us as i said every metaverse that we create is like creating a game which we love you know and what we have done is for them is because there was an element of subtle branding required subtle product displays required of gigabyte we recreated or we we, we painted the entire lucknow ekana stadium very very similar right and we where you know people can come in choosing their avatars can go to that stadium look it it resembles it, it, it there's some artwork from lucknow because there are great artists over there you know you walk to the stadium from the entrance you go inside and you enter a stadium you know green grass the pitch and you know you see all around you get to know your players so we started creating know your players zone over there because no one really knew which team are they really going to go with so we knew they signed up 21 players so we created like a dressing room but in an open stadium itself it's it's pretty uh, good you know people should go check it out um and you go over there and then you can really learn about what each player is contributing to to the team you can also see their stats you can also see if they he is a bowler or a batsman or an all-rounder right so we 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 put uh, very very visual cues if it's a, a kl rahul was the captain so you know kl rahul's uh, image then there was a bat a ball which was kept right and the wicket keeping gloves because he also wicket keeps right so that was one zone subtly from there we created so this is a great example of interconnected metaverses you know they, they, it had multiple metaverses to really maneuver around it then there was a zone which people can really go in 
which was gigabytes experience center that is their product placement zone you know they showcase their auras and aero devices over there all of these ipl contracts the way that they work for the sponsorship is they give you certain player time whether it's 2 hours 4 hours to really engage with okay and then you can ask them to do anything as long as it's legal and all of that right so the way gigabyte thought was that we should have a fans meet and greet you know they will invite using a raffle draw they will select let's say 30 40 people who will get some face time and they can ask their questions with their stars which is kl rahul ravi bishnoi jason holder was there kunal pandya was there and quentin dickock right so usually this used to happen over zoom what we did was we integrated that you know we gamified it we created one is the raffle draw and then one is also a pc building competition because see that was very very uh, something native that that gigabyte gets so we we created you know a game within the metaverse where avatars will come in and they will actually spend some time building their own pcs right once whosoever builds this fast and we 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 really got to microseconds of it because that's the tough competition that we really wanted to have right and then we had a q and a uh, with them you know it came in with spatial audio that means like how do we really um, think about spatial audio is if you're in a physical infrastructure if you're in a large hall uh, or a conference room typically what happens is if you along with someone is standing on one corner and then i'm i'm very very further away from you i can't really hear you right so you know we we utilized all of that uh, to really give because our thing is you know how much of the real infrastructure behaviors can we really take and add it to the metaverse because i don't want to change people's behavior i i want them to act as same you know behaviors take time habits take time to really uh, get hooked to so we want to really take what it's like living in the in real infrastructure and move it to the virtual so you know esports in itself you know it could be of multiple use cases one is how are you really engaging your fans with the game you know we have done couple of uh, engagements with the tennis world already then you know how can you really bring it very very close to them you know if i am if i am a cricket fan can i use something like an augmented reality and bring the cricket arena right on my dining table and see oh my god sachin tendulkar played this knock of 143 in sharja and this is how shots he really played now that really is something that i as a fan would love right similarly with the metaverse you know how close can you take them to the space you know can we recreate memories can we recreate memories like ms dhoni winning the world cup for example roger federer now retiring can he can we recreate a particular of his favorite match where all of a sudden in the metaverse which is running on your web browser you go into that experience and roger federer is damn right in front of you in his hologram in his avatar it could be recorded right but but the the way it will work is you go in and roger federer is actually telling you come over here i'll tell you what was my mindset you know now come over here i'll show you what was my favorite shot how i played that is what is going to really give you goosebumps right so that is what's going to really really happen and we are excited to be in that space second is around how the players will be benefited you know and i'm sure already you have heard a lot about this see training even for the players because for me as an avid i uh, sports fan 
I feel at an international level or even at the young age, the difference between winning and losing is just how well are you able to manage pressure, you know, given into a particular situation. If I can simulate those scenarios for you and how will I simulate them? XR, I mean, as simple as that, you know, whether it's metaverse, whether it's a virtual reality, uh, standalone app, right? How, so what happens is if I'm put into those scenarios, oh my God, okay, this is the last over. I need to score 10 runs or, you know, I'm playing badminton. Oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm two points down. How do I really now play it? And you're able to simulate, you'll be better at handling all of those. So that's going to really improve the performances, you know, because I've seen it. Oh, oh I'm comfortable. You know, that's where we say, right? Practice makes a man. Perfect. So that, that's, that's the scenario with that, right? Thank you. Thank you, Anshul, for taking time, being part of the podcast, sharing your insights and foresight. Yes, I think we 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 are creating the next evolution of internet and you know the the metaverse, XR space. I think it's gonna have so many use cases. You know, you mentioned the training, uh, and it's it's gonna touch possibly all industry. It's not gonna leave any any industry. And I think maybe to to end this conversation, I would again want to stress that we living in a golden period of time and i think just this this year india saw somewhere around 22 uh, unicorns and i think just recently there was a 23rd un- unicorn mobilio uh, mobile technologies which i think is based out of goa and uh, uh, the, the numbers are accelerating you know so what, what i'm trying to hint at is there's so much of opportunity and i think we we, we living in a point where every company is going to become a tech company and eventually i think most of the value if we we supposed to kind of believe the reports of the likes of city group and others there'll be a larger value in the virtual world so right now is the time for anybody who's listening to jump onto the bandwagon and reach out to people such as yourself who are in the front movers and congratulations for metapreneurs and metacube i think those are individually like really really cool products which is going to be possibly playing a huge role in binding the future of the metaverse so thank you once again for taking time being part of the podcast and to my listeners if you like what you see in here then please press the subscribe button and until next time see you guys thank you Anshul. thank you so much eddie lovely speaking to you